my name is Diana. Welcome to Hope Church, and thanks so much for being here this weekend. Due to COVID-19, we as a church have put some important safety protocols in place that we want to make sure you are aware of. First off, we have hand sanitizer stations all over the building for your convenience. For the safety of those around you, and in respect to our government officials, please keep your mask on. No, not that mask. That's better. Please keep your mask on until you are safely seated and are socially distant from those around you. If for any reason you need to get up during the service, please place your mask back on. We also ask that everyone wear your mask upon exiting today. Our chairs have been set up with social distancing in mind. If you need more chairs for your party or you would like to be spaced out further, please see one of our Dream Team members and they will be happy to help you. If you're new here with us today, we want you to feel at home and know that this is a safe place and we are so glad to have you here. For us, church is so much more than just a Sunday service and we want you to know that there's a place perfect for you here at Hope. One of the best ways you can get connected with us is to fill out our online connect card. You can go to our website at hopewintergarden.com, click on the I'm New tab, take a minute to fill that out, and then after the service, we'd love for you to stop by our info bar tent, and we'd love to put a small gift in your hands, just a small token of our appreciation for you being here. And that's it. Later this week, one of our pastors will connect with you, and once again, thanks for being here. While our Hope Kids environments are not open at this time, we are so happy to have them in the service with us. You can find Hope Kids Fun Packs at the Hope Kids table located in the back of the auditorium. Our dream team will be happy to get your child one, along with a few other goodies we have for our Hope Kids. We also have a Mommy and Me room located in the back left of the auditorium. This room is designed for moms and their newborns and toddlers who might need a break from the service. It is equipped with a changing table and the service is streamed in there as well so you don't miss anything. The band will be out in just a few minutes so we can sing a few songs together. And after that, our pastor will come out to share a great message. We'll finish up in about an hour. But if you need anything while you're here, you can talk to any of our Dream Team members and they will be happy to help you. We're gonna get started in just a minute. So go ahead and find your seats if you haven't already. And we hope you have a great time while you're with us today. so glad you guys are here today. Can we put our hands together for the worship that we got to sing today? Wow, man, I love the words to those songs. His goodness is running after me. I lay my life at everything that God has for us. And, and what I want for us as a church is I want us to enjoy all the goodness of God. I mean, he's a good and he's perfect and he's loving. There is nothing that God cannot do. There used to be a song that said you're something about that. There's nothing that my God cannot do for you. Man, he is so good. He's so incredible. And so we are in a brand new series today. It's called Summer, Enjoying the Fullness of God. And if we could have any goal for you as a church, for us as a church, for us as a community, is that we would enjoy 
we would enjoy the goodness of God. He is, he is so good. So I'm going to take the next four weeks and try to convince you how good God is. And some of you guys, it'll be a little bit easy for me to convince you. Some of you guys, it's going to take me four weeks to convince you. And, and so I brought in some big, I brought in some ringers to help me convince you. So I'm going to pre-convince that God is good. And so if you've ever been on a road trip before, we are going on a road trip. Right now, going on a road trip is not a very good thing because you got to go, if you, if you get on 95, there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's COVID checks coming in. It, it's a lot of traffic. And so if you've ever, or if you've flown, maybe flying, flying right now, maybe it's not a good thing. But we're going to go on a on a road trip. Think about the best road trip you've ever been on. You have it? Some of you guys right now, you're like, it's the one where we didn't have kids yet. Like, that was the best road trip we've ever been on. Some of you guys, it was that time that we drove 20 minutes to Disney. That was the best road trip because it was shorted. Maybe the best road trip, um, I, I told Diana the other day, I said, I'm getting close to the point where I feel like I want to pack all the kids up and I want them to experience the Grand Canyon. Now, here's what I can tell you about the Grand Canyon. I couldn't do that in a vehicle. <laughs> I, could, I don't even know where you fly into, but I just know from the time we got a rental car to that, I just know I couldn't even do that part. So I'm not quite sure if we're going to be able to make it happen, but I want to take you on a road trip. If you've ever been on a road trip, if you have kids or if you've been a kid, you've heard this phrase, are we there yet? Are we, are we there? You, you've heard the phrase before, are we, are we there yet? And you're like, no, we actually just left the parking lot. Like we, we, just, like we, just, we just put it in reverse. You just turned your tablet on. Are we, are we there yet? Are we, are, are we, that's a question that we ask when we go on a road trip. Are we, are we there yet? I wrote down this, this, and I want you to take a note. If you're taking notes, they write this down. We will never get there if we don't know where there is. We're never going to enjoy the fullness of God if we don't even know what that is. And so I believe some of you guys in here today, like, man, that's a good song. And I want, enjoying the fullness of God, that sounds really, really good. That's better than what the world has to offer. I really want that. But if you're honest today, you're like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I do not know. I've been saved for like one week, Wes. I do not know what the fullness of God is. But you're like, I want that. I would love to enjoy the fullness of God. So today we're going to talk about the destination. Today we're going to talk about the destination. And the goal for you is to realize that you're, you're, I, want you, I want you to know that your destination is to enjoy the fullness of God. He has so much for us. I want you to be able to, I want you to, be able to grasp that. Next week, we're going to talk about the driver. The driver of getting us, the person that's going to get us to, and the person that's going to get us to the fullness of God. And enjoying the fullness of God, it's the Holy Spirit. And then week three, we're going to talk about detours. Make sure you don't miss week three, because I, sometimes we're really good at finding the detours. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I wrote down in my notes for the detours week is that the detour is not meant to be a dead end. The detours that might be doing it's just to it's just to get you around the, some some stuff that could potentially be a, a bad experience for you today. But I want to talk to you today about the destination of enjoying the fullness of God. Ephesians chapter three, verse fourteen. There's a phrase in there. It's the phrase the fullness of God, and we're going to read that. John chapter ten, verse ten. The Bible says that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but God says I've come to give you a full life. So in the scriptures we see the word full a couple times, and I want you to have a full life. I want you to be full. Some of you guys, you know what full is. Full was about 7.15 last night when you ate too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that was full. Like, that wasn't a dig at you. That was just, we know, we know what full is. And, and, and tonight, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get full. Or lunch, I'm going to be full. We just, where you eat a little bit too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get full. God wants you to be full. He wants you to enjoy the fullness of, of God. And so Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14, the Bible says this. When I think of all this, now you weren't, you, weren't, you have no idea what he's talking about. That's a whole other series. But right before Ephesians chapter 3, to get the full context, Jesus, the, the, the Apostle Paul is telling the guys, man, God's got this huge plan. 
And God's, God is good to us. And in chapter 1, he talks about how we were chosen and we were adopted. In chapter 2, he talks about how we were dead and, and how much we need Jesus. And we get to chapter 3, Paul's like, this blows my mind. When I think about all this, he says, I fall down to my knees. And I fall down to my knees and I pray to God. Catch this prayer. Verse 15 says this, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. He says, I pray. I love that. He starts off, he knows who God is. He knows that God is the creator of all things. Last week we talked about giving like God owns it all because he does own it all. And the Apostle Paul knew that God owns it all. The reason why Apostle Paul can live the life that he lived is because he knew the Bible. He knew who his creator was. You and I, we have to acknowledge that God is our creator, that he's the creator of the universe and he owns all things. All things work together for his good and for his glory. And so he says, I pray from his, I, I pray from his glorious unlimited resources that he will answer you with inner strength through his spirit. He already starts talking about the Holy Spirit. So we have this creator of the universe, and he says, I hope that you get that you have the Holy Spirit to help you. God creates the heavens and the earth. His son Jesus dies on the cross for our sins, and there's this Holy Spirit, guys. So Apostle Paul is unpacking so much theology in just three sentences. Hey, there's this big God. He's incredible. He loves us so much. He gave us on down the cross for our sins. He's the creator of the, the earth, Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, and he gives the Holy Spirit to help us. Unlimited resources. I don't know about you guys, but I like unlimited. It's like going to a buffet. It's unlimited. I like that. I like unlimited. I, I, I love that I serve a God who's unlimited. If he supplied my needs the last six months or the last four months, he's going to supply my needs for the next four months, the next six months, the next year. Like God's, gonna, God's always taking care of my needs. He's going to continue to take care of all of my needs. Verse 17. God's so good, sometimes he takes care of my wants. I wouldn't give me all my wants. <laughs> but I'm glad he takes care of my needs and he gives me some wants along the way. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and it'll keep you strong. Man, we're binding to something in this season. You're, we're always binding to something. We're always grabbing. I hope that our roots are going deep in God's word. If you're going to sink your roots into something, this is something that's worth putting your roots in. Reading this, I was talking to a guy yesterday. He goes, man, I just, uh, I just, I just, I'm always just reading the Bible. I like to just read the Bible. And I'm in a Bible reading, a Bible reading plan with some of my friends. Like, we just love to read the Bible. We want to, we want to get our roots in this. I notice if my roots will be strong, then my, then the, then the trunk will be strong. And there's going to be, bear, I'm going to bear fruit. I want to bear fruit. I don't know about you. Does anybody want to bear, raise your hand if you want to bear fruit. Some of you guys are like, I don't know what fruit is, but I'm interested. They're raising their hands, so I'm going to raise my hand. I'm okay with that. We should want to bear fruit. What kind of fruit? We should want to exude the fruits of the Spirit. We should want to live, we should want to go out and live out the gifts that God's given us. He's gifted all of you guys in here today. He gives us love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, the fruits of the Spirit. And then he says, hey, I've given you a gift. Now go out and use those gifts. I want, I want all the, I want to use the gifts that God's given me to bring glory to him. I want to bear much fruit. I want to have, I want to have roots that are deep so I can bear fruit on people. See, man, there's something different. Man, his life is different. It's not him. It's, it's who's in him. It's not what he has. It's who has him. I want my roots to be deep in God's word. The next part says this. Man, Ephesians is so good. Then Christ will make his home in our hearts. Verse 18. And may you have the power to understand as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love really is. When we, if we get how good his love is, we get how deep his love is, that changes who we are. 
was talking to a guy yesterday about giving. Giving isn't about giving. Giving is about our hearts. When God has our hearts, everything changes. Everything is different. When we understand how much God loves us, man, it changes everything about us. Everything we are, everything that we do, it changes us. When his goodness is coming after us, once his love gets us, the Bible says that God's arms aren't too short to reach out and pick anybody up. Once God loves us, it should change us. Wow, God loves me. I love my wife. My wife loves me most days. But God loves me all the time. Some of you guys, you know me. You know why she doesn't love me all the time. Like, man, God loves us. It's wide and it's deep and it's vast. I mean, God loves you so much. And he wants us to understand that when we understand that, the Bible says that we have this power that comes on us as all God's people should. Verse 19. <clears throat> Here's our theme verse for the, for, the, for the month. May you experience the love of Christ through it, it's the, I'm sorry, though it is too great to understand it fully, but then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. The New Living Translation puts these words life and power in there, but we could read it just the fullness, that you'll be made complete with all the fullness of God. God wants you to enjoy the fullness that he has to give to you. I was telling a friend yesterday, I said, you know, I'm not, when I got saved, I didn't, when I got saved, God didn't hijack a bunch of things from me. My life is better now that I am saved. So people say, I don't want to be saved yet because God's going to take all these things from me. I don't know about you, but when I got saved, I got so much more. And I'm thankful for all the things that God has given me. He's given me so much more. So he says, there's this fullness of God that I want you to have. And he tells these people, this church, he goes, hey guys, I want you to enjoy the fullness of God. And what I would say to you as a church and as my friends and this community, like, I want everyone to enjoy the fullness of God because when we enjoy the fullness of God, everything changes. And we are people, we like things to change. We are people, we want our life to progress. This is a very progressing church, not a progressive church, but it's a very progressing church. You guys are entrepreneurs, you guys are trying to be better husbands, better wives, and some of you guys are trying to be better moms and better dads. Some of you guys are trying to get your kids to be better kids. Like, this church is a moving church. Like, no one's sitting around saying, I don't know. I was, telling our, I was telling our team this morning, like, this, is a, this whole coming out of COVID has been tricky. My, my series for August is called Church in the Wild, Unless God Changes. But I feel like it has been wild to navigate going back in. And for every one or two people say, hey, we're not ready yet, three or four people are saying, yo, put me in the game, coach. I'm ready to play. I love that. This is a, this is a go church. This is a movement church. Yes, we've been, it takes us about 10 or 12 people to set this church up and every single week. And it's a different team every single week. Yesterday, we had people from the very first time just showing up to help. Cleaning chairs like, like they were mad at their mama. You know, they were just cleaning it. Oh, I, I was golfing with my dad a few weeks ago, and, um, and he was telling me how to, how to play. And I, I guess my dad's going to coach me the rest of my life. And I don't know. I, I, don't, I was doing pretty good, Jay. I don't know why he was trying to tell me how to play. You know, but he's, like, he's like, remember when I used to tell you to take the trash out? I go, yeah, that was a miserable experience. I hated you for that, you know. And now I'm reaping when I sow because now I've got a kid. He's like, I don't want to take the trash out. I'm like, well, he's like, why should I do it? Because my dad made me. That's all I got. <laughs> like, take the trash out. Like, take the stinking trash out. And if you don't take it out, I'm going to go out there and put you in the trash can with it. Um, but I, I, was telling my, I was telling my dad that. Like, man, I, 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 don't, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. I didn't enjoy taking the trash out. I didn't, I didn't want to go take the trash out. But it, it made me better. Like, it, it changed me. It made, he made me do some things I didn't want to do, but it, he made me go out and do those things. And I, what I want to tell you is, like, God wants us to enjoy the fullness of all that he has for us. He has a great plan for your life. And if you, enjoy, 
if you follow him, so much more comes than gets taken away. My dad wasn't making me take the trash out because he was mad at me. He was making me take the trash out because he was making me better. I'm having a hard time explaining that to my nine-year-old, but it made me better. I'm here to tell about it, you know what I'm saying? He tells me, man, I want you guys to enjoy the fullness of God. And so I wrote you to write down this in your notes today, and I'm, I'm almost done. It's this. Our final destination is to experience the fullness of God. That's our final destination. That is the, that's where we're going. Now, just so, some of you guys are like, I don't want to come the rest of the, rest of the month. You don't have to. We're not going to, we, while we're on heaven, while we're on earth, we're going to keep on experiencing the fullness of God. But we will experience it fully and we'll be complete when we get to heaven. So our whole life we get to experience the fullness of God. Our whole life. Every single day of our life we get to experience more and more of the fullness of God. Every single day of our life. Until we die and go to heaven. And here's what I know. Experiencing the fullness of God is incredible. But here's what I know. Every single day is something brand new. The Bible says His mercies are new. Every I want to wake up today and experience the fullness of God. I want to wake up tomorrow morning and go to breakfast with some guys. And I want to experience the fullness of God tomorrow. And the next day, and the next day, we are on our trajectory to experience the fullness of God. Does anybody want to experience the fullness of God? Put your hands together and be excited because we get to experience that. He wants you to have the fullness. Now, I'm in trouble because I thought, I, don't, I still haven't told you what the fullness of God is. <laughs> and um, and I, I, I think I'm going to be able to help you with it. But here's what I want you to know. Our final, our final destination is experience the fullness of God. And every single day we can experience more and more of the fullness of God. But here's what I need you to know about the fullness of God. The fullness of God is the only thing that will ever fill you. The fullness of God is the only thing that will ever, ever, ever fill you. Fill you. I don't, I've tried a lot of things. Not as much as maybe you or you might not have tried as much as me. But here's what I know. I've, I've, I've never experienced anything that fills me like the fullness of God. I've never experienced that before. The fullness of, I, I'm, I'm actually a little bit nervous right now trying to explain to you the fullness of God because I don't want you to miss the fullness of God. And so you might be saying, man, I, I want that. I mean, I really would want the fullness of God. And if it's the only thing that fills me, then I, I want it. We, in this verse, it said there's an unlimited amount of God. I mean, you'll never, ever get completely full on God because he's constantly always filling us. He's always filling us until we get to heaven. So here's what I know about the fullness of God. On fullness of God, with, with the fullness of God, there's unlimited grace. There's unlimited grace. Unmerited favor. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, the Bible says, for by grace you're saved. There's unlimited grace for you. What if I mess up tomorrow? There's unlimited grace. Do you know what unlimited means? <laughs> you get more grace. You're going to miss it tomorrow. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and he was talking, brand new guy, I just met him. He was talking about um, losing your salvation. And I said, bro, we did nothing to get the salvation. So how are we going to lose it? If we didn't do anything to get it, how do we lose it? Well, when you read the Bible, yeah, I read the Bible. We get unlimited grace. Ephesians 2, 8, 9, we get unlimited grace. Not only is there unlimited grace, there's unlimited faith. Some of you guys right now, you're operating on facts, and you need to go from facts to faith. You need to start operating on faith. You can't see everything. In Hebrews chapter 11 says you can't. Faith, you can't even really see all the, what, what tomorrow is. Where the faith is just taking it one step at a time. It's, it's, it's believing and seeing things that you can't really see. But the more you practice faith, little faith becomes medium faith, medium faith becomes big faith. you got to practice faith. I don't have all the answers. Diana says in this whole entire COVID season, we don't have all the answers, but we know who does have the answers. And the more we place our faith in the one who does have the answers, our faith's a little bit bigger. 
Now, I don't know what's going to be harder than going through COVID-19. I don't know what's going to be harder than navigating a church through racial and, and, and discrimination and racism. I don't, know, I don't know what's harder than that, but I feel like this has been pretty hard for me the last four months. I feel like I'm prepared for whatever comes next. You're like, you want something next to come? I don't, but I know this. I'm believing that God's building my faith in this season. And the faith that he's building this season, get this, I'm going to use it next season. Unlimited faith, unlimited mercy. You need some mercy. Someone needs some mercy. I'm still thankful that we didn't get what we deserved. I'm still thinking that we don't, we don't have a God in heaven who's walking around. Every time you mess up, you just... Are the consequences for sin? Yes, the Bible tells that. But God's not, wait, God's not waiting for you to mess up. He's constantly trying to help you go in the right direction. He's constantly giving you the fullness of God, experiencing the grace and the mercy and all these things. That way you're like, man, why, would I want, why wouldn't I want this? Why would, I want a, why would I want a consequence for my sin? I want to keep on pursuing him. The Holy Spirit, he gives the Holy Spirit to keep on pushing us in the right direction. There's unlimited grace, there's unlimited faith, there's unlimited mercy, there's unlimited favor. I don't know about you guys, but I like the favor of God. There's unlimited favor, and there's unlimited love. There's unlimited, there's unlimited love. God has so much for you. God has so much for you. So I was trying to get my, my mind around this. I think sometimes we're like this, we're like this pie crust. Now don't get mad at me, this is not heresy. You're like, you're, you're, you're equating God to apple pie? No. Just makes it a little bit better when it's out of the way. <clears throat> I think sometimes, like, yo, I got God. I have a relationship with God. And we get so excited. Look what I got, man. Like, you might have all the ingredients for, you might have all the ingredients to, to put in this. Like, oh, look what I got. I got this. I, I have God. I have God. Look what I have God. And we get so excited about that. Like, I got God. And the problem with that is sometimes we think that's it. Look what I got. If I were to give this to Sarah, Sarah would say, I don't want that. Like, fill it up. Like, put something. Like, no one would, nobody, nobody, now, this, you, you guys are weird, so maybe some of you guys. No one goes to Publix and just buys, I'm going to go buy a pie and comes back with this. No one does that. Like, some of you weirdos, like, I do. I just like to eat the graham crackers. Like, that's cool. Like, just buy graham crackers. Why are you so weird? Everything doesn't have to be weird, Christians. Um, but he's like, hey, I just, I got this. This is not, this, this, if this represents God, then this, a full pie, isn't this so much? Let me ask, just do a little survey. If you had your option, come on somebody. Like, don't you want the apple pie from Publix that's, that's full, the fullness? We all want the fullness. Nobody wants the, the emptiness of God. We want the fullness. We want the fullness. My man just shouted me down. My kind of guy. And that's all, man, I love the fullness of God. But I hear I know about God. I mean, there's unlimited mercy and grace and favor and all the things. But what I love about God is that God doesn't say, hey, that's the fullness of God. Like, this could be the fullness of God. It very well could be. I'm going to give this away so I don't want to open it too much and get my germs out of it. We, we want the fullness of God. We, we all do. And like, you're like, this is, this is the fullness. I want that, Wes. And I, I just have a God who's a little bit better than this. You know apple pie is good, but I don't, I've never, I've never been anywhere where this stuff didn't help something out. You know what I'm saying? Let me be factual with you today. I went to Publix this morning, borrowed Maggie's card. While I'm being vulnerable and transparent, let me say one thing, okay? 
it's going to be so funny, but I can't believe I'm about to tell you what I'm about to tell you. I get in Maggie's car and I realize I don't have a face mask. <laughs> I'm instantaneously embarrassed, Diana. I don't have a face mask. And you know, you know, wearing a mask, like not wearing a mask, not wearing a face mask when they're asking you to follow the law, that, that's, that's, that's a level. But you know what's worse than that? Using somebody else's face mask. That's all I had. I had to go get my illustration for church. I took Maggie's face mask put that joker right on my face. I'm like, I cannot believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I'm telling you that I'm doing this. But man, so when I got to the Publix, I looked, I, you know, I'm a guy, so I, I've never bought stuff before. I had to walk around twice to find this stuff. It's in the refrigerated section, just in case you're wondering. It's cold. That should have been my first, that should have been my first heads up. When I got to this aisle, I thought, I'm going to buy the, I'm going to go, I'm going to buy this, this right here. I think this is what my wife would buy. And it says light whipping cream. And I was like, I don't think that's going to, I don't know. And then there's regular, and then there's heavy whipped cream. Like, I, heavy just sounds better than light. I don't know. And I just think, I'm not going to put this on here because I'm going to give this to the cat cot today because their son paid attention and he got really, really excited. And for the sake of illustration, I don't want to ruin this pie. And when we leave today, we're getting Jeremiah. I mean, it's just, it's a great day. But I just think that God's like, hey, you want the fullness? And he just lights this thing up. It just, it's not just, it's not just a shell of a crust. It's not just this. It's this. And it's this. And shoot, some of you guys, if you want to put sprinkles on top, God's got sprinkles. He's got cherry. He's got some drizzle on there. Whatever you want to put on there, God's goodness is so good to us that he just keeps on adding on to the fullness of God. And so while he gave you salvation, that was awesome. And grace is so awesome. And we're saved by grace through faith. And that's incredible. And he gives us the Holy Spirit. But then he gives us some gifts and, and love and joy and peace and patience and kindness. And he gives us all those things because he's always trying to fill us up so that we don't go to the world and ask it to fill us up. Because what God knows is if you go to the world to ask you to fill you up, it'll fill you up temporarily. But then you'll be empty again. And then you'll go back and you, we're not very smart. And we start the cycle all over again. I'll try relationships. It doesn't work. I'll try this. It doesn't work. I'll try this. Money. I'll try this. And we go back and forth. And we just keep on God's like, hey, if you just get full on me, you won't have to get full on anything else. That's the fullness of God. Mercy and grace and kindness and love. God wants you to be full this morning. Quit being so thirsty for the things of the world. Let's just get full on God. Then we'll be full all the time be awesome. We can just get spiritually full together and then we can go out and serve and love some people and go act different and live different. And when people ask us, why are you different? We can tell them about the hope of Jesus, not Hope Church, but the hope of Jesus that lies within us. All the grace, all, all that, yeah, all that. You know why I'm not angry? I was talking to my friend, you know why I'm not angry? Because I have the fullness of God. You want to know why I don't have to be bitter? Because I have the fullness of God. You wonder why I don't have to be frustrated? Because I have the fullness of God. I always have the fullness of God. The fullness of God is always in me because the Bible says that he gives us the fullness. And I want all that God has for me. I want to you to bow your head and close your eyes. If you're watching us for the very first time today, whether you're watching online or in your seat here today, we're glad you're here today. But the only way that you can have the fullness of God is to accept the salvation that he's given us. Before chapter 3 happens and this pastoral scripture, chapter 2 happens. And chapter 2 tells us that you need Jesus. You were dead in your transgressions. You were dead in your sins. But Jesus came down the cross for your sins. And he wants to change your life. 
He wants to change you from the inside out. That's what God wants to do in your life. And the only way to be changed is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Wes, why do I need that? You need that because the Bible tells in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, that all of us have missed it. We've all sinned. We've all missed the mark. We've all done something wrong. Every one of us have. But it doesn't end there. The Bible says that because of that, there's a penalty for that. But Jesus said, I love you so much, I'm going to pay for that penalty for you. So instead of you dying on a cross for the, your sins, I'm going to die on the cross for your sins. And that's going to change everything. And the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, if you would commit your life, if you would, if you would confess your sins, and you will give your life to Jesus, that everything can change. It, you, you can begin this thing called relationship with Jesus Christ. And he wants that for you today. You'll never experience the fullness of God without a relationship with him, with the creator of the fullness. So if you're here today and you're saying, Wes, or you're watching online today, you say, Wes, I want a relationship with Jesus Christ. Right where you're at, you just got to tell God, God, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I've missed it. And then tell him this, hey, God, I know that there's a penalty for my sin. But today I'm believing that you die on the cross for my sins. And God, I'm giving you my life. I'm going to go all in with you, God. And the Bible says if you do that, then today could be your day where everything changes. It could be the day of your salvation. Everything changes. You get the grace, the mercy, the favor. It all comes. It's all inclusive with God. You get all those things. The fullness. The love. So if you're here today and you say, Wes, I want that. Or your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed. You, can I help you pray this morning? Right where you're at, can I help you pray that to ask Jesus to save you of all your sins? Again, my Wes can't save you. My prayer can't save you. The only thing that can save you is God. So right where you're at, would you just, your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed. Just say this in your heart. Dear Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I've done wrong. I believe that today. Lord, I also believe that there's a penalty for my sin. But today, God, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins so that I could have a relationship with you. Lord, come into my life. Save me. Change me. Make me new. Help me to follow you, God. Help me to go where you want me to go. Do what you want me to do. Lord, I want to get to know you better. And just think, right, if you're praying that prayer today for the very first time, would you say, Jesus, thank you. I needed that. I needed salvation. Thank you for saving me. Help me to live my life for you. While your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, I wonder if you'd be so bold for just a moment. If you prayed that prayer for the very first time, you prayed me for the very first time. You've never prayed that prayer prayer before, but you, you gave your life to Christ. Do you believe that? But just shoot your hand up real quick. No one's looking around. Just me, Wes, I prayed that prayer with you. I gave my life to Christ. Anybody like that, I'll tell you, Wes, I prayed that prayer with you. If you're watching online today, we're super excited for your salvation. If you're in this room in here today, you're like, I don't even know you. I ain't raising my hand. Today is the day of your salvation. If you have questions about that, we want to be able to answer those questions for you. While your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed. Some of you guys in here today, you, you, you're, you're not living a life that looks like you have the fullness of God. That doesn't make you not saved. That just means either A, you didn't know about the fullness of God, or B, you've got to change some things. Like you have more, the Bible says that you have the power of the Holy Spirit. You've got more power than you think you do. So here's what we want to do. Right, right, would you take a moment in your seat? Would you say, God, I'm not living the life. I'm not living like, we talked about a God first life last week. 
We just say, God, I'm not living a life that, I, that, that, that resembles the fullness of God, but I want to. Could you ask him right where you're at? You say, God, I want to. God, I want to I wanna live a better life. A life that's on fire for you, God. A life that's, that's committed to you the way you were committed to me. Just ask him this morning. The Bible says that we don't have because we don't ask. Let's ask him right now where we're at to change us and make us new. Let's get a, let's do a little restart today. God, I'm going to start living in my life like I've experienced the fullness of God because I have. Let's ask him for that this morning. says, may, may we experience the love of Christ, though it's too great to understand it fully, then you, then we will be made complete with all the fullness of God. Verse 20, now all glory to God, who is able, through his mighty power, at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we could ask or think. Glory to him, and the church, and the people of God, in Christ Jesus, through all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Lord, we love you, we thank you for your word today. Lord, we have the power. We have, we have way more power than we think we do because we have the Holy Spirit. Lord, help us to live our lives that reflect the fullness of God, the fullness of your word. We love you. We thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. I'm going to have you direct your attention to these screens for a moment. Hey, thanks so much for spending your Sunday morning with us. If you're new with us today, don't forget to fill out our online connect card. You can go to our website at hopewintergarden.com and click on the I'm New tab. Take a minute to fill that out, and then on your way out, stop by the info bar tent, and we'd love to put a small gift in your hand, just a small token of our appreciation for you being here. At Hope Church, one of our core values is that we are generous. If this is your first time with us, please don't feel any obligation to give whatsoever. We're just so glad you're here. If you did come prepared to give today, there are a few different ways that you can do that. You can give online at hopewintergarden.com, or you can text an amount to 84321. You can also drop your gift off with one of our ushers located in the back of the auditorium. Thank you for your generosity. It is truly making a difference in our community and around the world. We want to make sure you are up to date on all that is happening here at Hope Church for you and your family. Check out this week's Hope Happenings. At Hope Church, we believe freedom can be found in community. And we are excited to be offering family dinner groups for the month of July. These will be one-time dinner hangouts for you to get to know some of the Hope family a little better. Due to the current season we are in, these groups have limited capacities. So make sure you check them out today and sign up for the one that is best for you. Your group leader will contact you with any specific info you may need for your group once you're signed up. To browse all of the groups, visit our website today at hopewintergarden.com. Click on the Groups tab and you'll see all the info that you need. Make sure to stay connected with us throughout the week online at HopeWinterGarden.com and on Facebook and Instagram at HopeWinterGarden. We have enjoyed being with you today. At this time, we're about to dismiss. So go ahead and get those masks ready. We believe the best is yet to come. And our hope is that you feel God's love stronger today than ever before. Thanks again for being with us, and we will see you next week.